This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We've got a great question, and I really don't know what my answer is going to be, and I'm waiting to hear what your answer is going to be to this question. Are there guardian angels? Yes and no. Okay, so in the pop culture idea in Christendom, like there's an angel hovering over every person's shoulder, protecting them, leading them, guiding them. That probably is not the most accurate de- depiction, but let me just share a few verses of scripture. Psalm 91, 11. God will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Okay. Is the yeah. angelic realm guarding the people of God in the Old Testament? The answer is yes. Hebrews 1.14 says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation, which is Christians? The answer is yes. And so every angel has, as a part of its job description, you are to protect the people of God from Old Testament to New Testament. This is just a standard part of their job description. And so do we have guardian angels, meaning is there one angel assigned to each person? There doesn't seem to be any basis for that, except I will make one, one contingency in this. Okay. In Matthew chapter 18. All right. Jesus says something really interesting, but not about adults. He says it about kids. And let's, I just want you to listen to this. And so I'm tempted to say that God assigns to every child a guardian angel. Okay. And here's why. Matthew 18, 10. See that you do not look down on one of these little ones. There's little kids all around. Sure. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father in heaven. Isn't that a weird one? That is strange. I love this I've never seen that nuance. So- it's interesting because the prepositional phrase in heaven is actually there twice. Yes. Um, that they're angels in heaven, but they're they're the kids' angels, and the angels have access to the Father. They always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. So it's an angel that's designated for the protection of kids. Now the the question around this is this is this: Are these angels designated for children in general? Or are they generally angels that protect only Christian kids or specifically angels that only protect Christian kids? Mm -hmm. We don't totally know, but it seems, here's what I would land. It seems that especially Christian kids or the children of believing parents have a unique and special angelic protection by God. I tend to lean because of how dumb kids are and near death they (laughs) are at any given point. Like, oh, look, there's a light socket. Oh, look, there's, you know. I just tend to say that there is a special, unique protection that yeah. God has for the children of, of believing parents. Now, as I hear that, let me just tell you my questions that I ask myself. Okay. 50 million abortions. Where are their angels? Since yeah. the, the yeah. children of believing parents, you know, did the angel fail? You know, that it doesn't seem to be the case. So what I would say, though, is that, you know, every, every person has a life expectancy ordained by Jesus. That That is one of the that. hard mm-hmm. 
things to wrap our heads around how providence and the the will of God for life expectancy meets abortion and murder and the untimely mm-hmm. death of children in war and all this other stuff. I'm not. This is not the podcast to go into those quandaries, uh, but I do know that the Bible teaches that there are unique angels set apart especially for the children of believers. There are, with every child, there is a life expectancy that they have, whether they live to be one or 91 or 101. And I know Jesus is sovereign over that, but I I do know that for my kids, uh, I can't control when Jesus has ordained for them to die, but I do believe watching their ignorance, (laughs) that they have been massively and beautifully protected by angels Mm -hmm. who have looked out for them and protected them until the point where Jesus is ordained that they would go to be with him. And this is one of those questions I've never really thought about it, other than I know what our culture says. I know what media has portrayed in movies and in books, mm-hmm. that everyone has a guardian angel. And you know, one of my favorite movies of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. The problem is I don't see any of that in Scripture. What I see angels' job is uh, in Scripture is they are messengers for God. They bring a specific message from God to a specific person or groups of persons, and they speak for God. I don't see them in a protective role. I see that they can be protective, and I'm thinking of several different stories and scriptural stories right now. I think what the Bible portrays is different than what the media has portrayed in movies and in books. The fact, yeah, like angels in the outfield, yeah, you angels know, in the outfield dirt. overseeing, making sure that you know Pitches someone catches a ball. Although, yeah, there may be a catalytic event where God is like, "No, you make sure this happens." Yes, we don't know, but but realistically, like the pop media, a portrayal. particular guardian angel for every person or right. every believer, I, I I just don't see that played out in Scripture. Yeah, I don't either, but I do believe thoroughly. That the angelic realm exists for multiple purposes, whether it's communicating God's instructions, executing God's will, protecting God's people. They are ministering servants for the sake of followers of God. Yes. And they are a means by which God has used to battle on the front lines of the demonic realm to protect God's people. I also love that in Revelation, it seems that a third of the angels fell, which means that mm-hmm. for every demon, there's two angels, which which just basically means they're, <laughs> they're positioned all, to win. They're, they're always outnumbered. Yeah. And they have Jesus as their commander in chief, who is God. So that kind of like helps, you know? Yeah, so right. I tend to think that if we could have a lens into the spiritual realm, we would be blown away we, yeah. by what we see. Yeah. I have no doubt that Satan hates anytime Christians like you and me put something on a podcast that could be spread all over the world to proclaim the truth of Jesus Christ and to tell the tr- the truth about him, which is he is lost, he is disarmed, and he loses. I think mm-hmm. he hates Every the time. fact that we're doing yep. this. I wouldn't Ultimately, be surprised if all around us, there's, a, there, there's like 30 angels saying, nope, you guys are not allowed access into this space. This yeah. is protected. God is going to do something mm-hmm. with with this space. I, I have no doubt on a Sunday morning when the gospel is preached that there is a unique and profound protection. I don't yeah. know what it looks like. I can't tell you at all, but I can tell you this, that um, I, I just really believe that there is an incredible amount of activity all around us. I and, totally agree uh, with we that. We are uniquely protected yes. in ways we can't even begin to articulate, Yeah, which gives me just a lot of confidence. Not only do I have the Holy Spirit in me, I have the angelic realm around, around me, me. Yeah. and then I have the restriction that God puts on the demonic realm. Uh, even Job can't, or Satan can't touch Job without God's permission. There's just so much protection for the people of God so that when we fall into dumb sin, it's on us. 
you know, we have been given everything we need to not fall prey to the temptation and, and schemes of the evil one. Anyways, I think we've killed this question. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we answer the question, what is the best translation for memorizing scripture? That's right.